Hey guys, Jamie P. Wrights here, and this episode is called Sex, Sex, Sex. The word sex has so many attachments, but what do we really know? You're probably sitting there like, oh my God, well honey, I'm a sexpert. Like most of us, your ears have perked up and you're ready to explore more. Either way, let's get started. Now, according to the dictionary, um, sex is sexual activity or more specifically sexual intercourse. Now, we know that sex has um, a lot more meanings and definitions and attachments to it based on who you are, um, how experienced you are. So this definition is pretty vague um, because it just specifically, you know, talks about intercourse. And we know that there are many different types of sex. Um, so if you think back to when you were younger and you first started reading or learning about sex, you probably, if you're a reader like me, then you read it in many of the urban fiction books and you were just like, damn, like, is this what it's going to be? Or, you know, we all read that Karma Sutra book, um, books like What Do Women Want or the 365 Sex Positions. And let me tell you, when I read that one, I was just like, Hell no. <laughs> but that was because I wasn't at a point of my life where I was comfortable with who I was, what I wanted. I wasn't sexually versed. You know, I didn't have much experience. So in my mind, a lot of those things that um they showed in the book kind of scared me. It was just like, what is this in hell to the no, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I think I had a whole list of things that I just said I would never do. And then as I got older, um, I slowly just started checking those off like, okay, well, <laughs> that's different. Um, other books like my new favorite one, um, Ready For It by Chusita. Um, that book is excellent. It's like the most basic, um, book that talks about, you know, what is sex? What should you expect? What's normal questions that people have? How sexually versed are you? It talks about pleasure and orgasms and relationships. It just basically has everything in it. It, it has, has everything you need, um, for a nice good book just to read. Um, so as we move on and we understand a little bit more about sex and we understand more about ourselves and our bodies, we start to figure out the components of sex. So based on what I've read and what I know personally, these are what I think the components of sex are. So you have arousal, you have stimulation, you have pleasure, and then the thought process slash mindset comes in you have attraction and then the most important part that I'll ever stress is consent and that goes both ways whether it's male and female male and male female and female male female female (laughs) or however it's going down that's the most important part and that's basically the agreement between all the parties involved saying this is what we want to do we're okay with it and I'm comfortable with it let's get it on um So basically like the arousal part is that feeling that, that, that thought or that emotion that comes over you is kind of just like, damn, you know, sometimes you start to feel like you're getting hot. And I know for me or for women, it's like your legs start to like move together and you, you just, you just really feel aroused about what's going to happen or the anticipation of what you're going to do or what the person's going to do to you. Um, the thought and mindset part, that's so important. That happens way before the stimulation that happens before the arousal, before the pleasure, all of that, you know, um, it's so important that your mind is there because if you're stressed out or you're sad or, you know, you're angry, you may not be 
putting enough of yourself into the situation. It may be, you know, I'm just going to lay there and get this over with because I have a thousand things to do. I'm busy or I don't really want to do this right now. or I'm not in the mood and I want to please my partner, whatever the case may be. But the more that you are there mentally, the better the experience is going to be for you. And I know that firsthand because I know that if I am thinking about what this person is going to do to me, I'm anticipating, I'm imagining it. And while they start to do things to me, it's just heightened. It just increases everything that I know is about to come and how I feel. Um, the stimulation part, well, let me go back. The attraction is also important. I don't believe that people just sleep with people just because it has to be something that draws you to that person that makes you say, I want to experience this person. You know, I want them to do things to me. I want to do things to, do, to them. I want to see what this person is like. I'm going to see what they bring to the table as far as sex is concerned. So that attraction is definitely important. Um, the stimulation part comes through many different things. So it can be through rubbing and touching. You may be getting a massage or, um, you know, a foot rub or just being close, hugging, kissing. You know, it's that that intimacy. And it, it doesn't mean that you're intimate and this is like your love, the love of your life, your life partner, whatever the case may be. But it's just that intimacy that comes with that type of stimulation. And then ultimately our goal is to seek pleasure is to get pleasure to gain pleasure so we are going to do all those things with the hope that this person you know um climaxes high climax or you know if I'm not really worried about myself and I'm really just trying to please this person it's like I want to get them to their their peak I want to get them to this point of no return you know I really want to satisfy them so I think that those are the important components of sex um it's not it's not too deep it's really simple you you find someone that you're attracted to, you you guys consent and basically say, hey, look, we want to do this. We're adults or whatever the case may be, and we're both on board. Um, you get your mindset together and you just get in the moment. You shut out things that are around you. Then that's when the arousal comes through. Then you have the stimulation, the touching, the kissing, the rubbing, and then ultimately the pleasure. Uh, another big part about um, sex is the senses. You know, sight, sound, smell, touch, taste. And as far as sight is concerned, for me, it's it's the person. It's I'm I'm looking at, you know, from the time they we begin and they take their clothes off and, you know, obviously I like men, so I'm looking at, you know, his arousal, I'm looking at him, his lips, I'm watching the things that he says to me. So the sight is very important. Um touch is also important because you can be aroused and you can receive stimulation from the touching. So, you know, like for the females, I'm not going to speak for all of them, but for me and a lot of people who I've asked is touching the thighs, the back, the neck, you know, when someone caresses your neck and even if you like it a little rough, if they squeeze, um, smacking on the ass, all types of different things, um, rubbing your, running a finger up and down the back, the spine, the stomach. So touch is very important. Um, you're going to start to feel yourself really get wet, get really into it when that person has the right touch. Uh, when it comes down to sound, you are listening to the person speak to you. Maybe they are talking dirty to you or they saying what they want you to do or what they want to do to you. Um, it's the sound of the lips. Sorry, guys. Um, it's the sound of the lips when you kiss and... You have the moaning when you actually get into the act or the moaning even before you get into the act. It's like um, 
you know, you're listening and that increases everything. It makes things feel good. Uh, it helps encourage the situation. Now, when you come to smell and taste, this is where you have to be mature, <laughs> uh, especially for like the female organ, because for some reason, society has told us that it smells like rainbows and unicorns and flowers. And that's not the case. Um, the vagina does have a smell. It doesn't necessarily have to be a a bad smell, but it's not going to just be nothing. And it's not just going to be very flowery or fruity smelling. That's that's not natural. So if it is, it's something that somebody is adding to it. Um, but you have to be mature and you have to understand that. Now, if somebody does have a smell, then that's where you shouldn't even continue with this. You want to say like, look, let's take a shower or is everything okay? You got to be comfortable enough to speak up because you're not going to put yourself in any type of dangerous situation or something that could cause harm to your body or anything like that. So you got to definitely be comfortable. Hopefully, you know, you aren't going to engage in sex with somebody who just had sex with someone else and didn't clean themselves or doesn't bathe properly or thoroughly or consistently. Um, you want to make sure that that aspect is all covered. And when it comes to taste, it's not necessarily just the, you know, the vagina and the penis, but you're tasting, it's the neck and the shoulders and the lips. When you kiss, you taste that person. It's like their essence. You are, you are breathing it all in, you're feeling it all in, you're tasting it. And then of course, when it comes to, you know, oral sex and you are tasting the person, um, Sometimes people have a really sweet taste. Sometimes people have a really tart taste. Sometimes it tastes like you don't something you don't even know. It's not good. It's not bad. It's just like, you know, nothing. So taste is also very important. So the senses are very important to sex, to what you're going to do, how you're going to feel, how it's going to go. So like I said, we got sight, sound, smell, touch, and taste. Um... And then when it comes to orgasm, which is obviously that's our goal, right? We're not just doing this just to do it. When you come to orgasm, when you think about the female, this is so important because there are so many men that just do not know how to please women. You know, they they want to do it. They're interested in it. Um, they try, but then they just don't quite have it down pat. So if you think about a woman's orgasm, it can be very difficult for a woman to reach an orgasm. Especially through penetration. I mean, that that does not happen often unless you are the your partner is well versed in your body. They know the things that they need to do to please you, to get you there. Um, but if it's just like a one night stand and you know, or something that just popped off, they may not know your comfort levels or what they have to do to get you there. So that's so frustrating. I know it is for a lot of women. And if you're sitting there thinking, like, I never come, this is annoying, I'm tired of faking it, you gotta stop. Or you have to speak up and you have to teach your partner how to please you. So the biggest, and I feel like the most strongest <laughs> to me, is um, stimulating the clitoris. Like, that is where you just need to focus. If you're going to go down on somebody, specifically a woman, you need to make sure that you are hitting those sensitive, those sensitive areas. You don't want to, um, like just go all around it and it just feel like absolutely nothing. I mean, what's the point of that? Or you're just going to have people that just fake it. You know, everything is pretty much just going to be fake to them and you're going to think that you're pleasing them, but you're not. So definitely staying on that clitoris. I mean, you could literally stay just right there and the person can get exactly what they need from the situation. A woman could definitely come from that. Um, and then of course you have 
vaginal penetration. So, like I said, it's difficult for a lot of women to come vaginally from penetration. Uh, like I said, if you know your body, you know yourself, you know your partner, then you know what you have to do. A lot of the times, getting on top, so the female getting on top, is going to get you where you need to be. I feel like if you, you quiet your mind and you concentrate and you get a good rhythm and you make sure that it feels good, it doesn't hurt, that, you know, you get a good rhythm, then you're going to reach that point. Now, if, you, if you're not, then we need to fix this. But I know personally, like, the getting on top definitely is going to guarantee me to come. It's going to happen. I'm going to orgasm. Um, and I know, like, size, they say, oh, well, you know, what if he's really small or whatever the case may be. For some reason, I've had not a lot, but different <laughs> size penises. And when I got on top, I reached the peak that I needed to reach. I don't know if that was just if that's if that's just me or I don't know what it is. But when I tell you that that's that's like if I know I'm definitely if I don't have time and this person is just gonna finish and I'm not gonna get what I need, flip me over, let me up there so I can do my thing real quick. And the other thing is I know like. It was when I did a poll, it was kind of weird because um, it was like half and half. The last thing was anal and clitoral stimulation. So basically, you know, your partner entering you through your anus. And a lot of women have said that they have experienced a better climax than they have from vaginal penetration. I believe that it's absolutely necessary, it's possible, not necessary, I'm sorry, it's possible. I believe that I believe them when they say that. I mean, because that's a very sensitive <laughs> gland there, and I don't know. So if you're down for it, give it a try. I know me. I'm just kind of like, eh. <laughs> next topic when that comes up because it's just like, eh. I don't know. But I guess the more I get comfortable with myself, the better I might feel about it. The more I might want to explore it and do it. I don't know. Uh, so that's the female. Now, when it comes down to the male. We all, I, I think a lot of us think like, oh, they just got it easy. You know, all they got to do is stroke it and boom, that's it. But, you know, the head of the penis is very sensitive. If you focus on that, put a lot of suction and attention to it, you definitely can get the person where they need to be. Obviously, stroking the shaft because you see a lot of men when they uh, jack off or whatever the case may be, they stroke that shaft and they, you know, they know the rhythm, how tight the grip needs to be they know exactly what they need to do because they're used to doing it for themselves so they know so when you do it it's kind of like <laughs> are they enjoying this am I doing it right am I holding it right um also sucking and stroking the testicles those are very sensitive areas and it can help the man reach the climax of the organs that he wants to reach what I also learned not too long ago <laughs> was that if you're riding a man and you're trying to help him get to where you need to get, I read this in the book, but I also learned this through personal experience, is that stroking his tes testicles right when he feels like he's about to come is going to give him a really, really, really good sensation. So don't be shy, ladies. Get back there. Grab that thing. Fellas, whoever, how, whatever your thing is, you grab that, grab those testicles and you give them that stimulation that's going to really take them over the top now one of the things that i that i when i asked a lot of men about this they were just like hell no no but these were men that they considered themselves straight heterosexual men so you know that that they ain't is putting a finger in there now me personally i don't do that to my partner i feel like that's just 
strange. <laughs> but maybe that's something I have to like learn more about and be more comfortable with or make sure that person's more comfortable with. But based on what I read, you know, the prostate is the gland that produces um the the sperm. So, you know, it it's very, very, very sensitive. And of course, just by a man's luck, it's located in the ass. So, you know, if that person is comfortable and you feel like that's something you want to try, I hear and I read that it'll definitely send them over the top when they are climaxing. So we talked about the components of sex. We talked about the senses. We talked about the orgasm. Now let's talk about how we actually get to this point of even having sex. So basically, if you took a chart and you drew a little diagram and at the top, you started with in like. So basically, that's that time period where you meet somebody and you like them. It's like, wow, this person's pretty dope. They're cool. Like, I think I like this person. And then from there, it can go three different ways. So the bo- the most basic and simple way is it's going to go from in like to sex to the end. So basically, you meet this person, you think they're dope. You guys decide to have sex. That's it. It's nothing else that follows that. You know, that was just what you wanted to do was you know, random, or even if it wasn't random, that's as far as it goes. The second way is you're in like, you like this person, you think they're dope, they're cool, you want to get to know more about them, then you start to hang out, you go out. So you're hanging out, you're at bars, you're around friends, you're doing this and the third, and then you get to the point of sex, and you decide, we don't want to be together, we don't want to date, we don't want to do that, we like hanging out, we like being friends, but we want to have sex too. So that's where friends with benefits comes in. And you don't have any attachment to this person or any, you don't have any expectations of them other than the fact that you're friends, you're going to have sex, and it shouldn't be any separate attachments. You don't owe that person anything. You're not obligated to tell them when you do other things, or you're not obligated to, you know, let them know if you're dating. If you like someone, you don't owe them anything. They, it's a mutual agreement. You both agree on it, and that's it. And then the third channel, so if you look at the diagram and at the top, you got in like, and once again, that's this person is dope. I like them. They're pretty cool. You know, I want to explore this more. And then you go to dating. So then it's like, okay, we really learned a lot about each other. We like each other. We're, we're hanging out. You know, maybe I'm telling people I, I want to take the next step with this person. Or maybe I'm introducing them to my friends. You know, people... When they see you guys together, it's not like, wow, who's that, you know, or what are you doing with her or whatever the case may be. It's, it's like, this is, this is the person I'm, that I'm, you know, molding, building with and all those things to prepare them for the next step, which is the committed relationship. And that's when you decide, this is my person. I want to be with this person. Everybody knows like they're together. They're in a relationship. It's just them. It's whatever. That's that final step. Now, during that diagram, you didn't hear me say anything about sex, but the thing is, during that process, it can occur at any one of the stages. It can occur before in like, before you decide that they're dope and you had sex. And then you decide, oh, this person is cool. Let me get to know them. It could occur after you decide you like them and before you date them, before you decide that you want to go out and actually pursue something serious with them, you could have sex. It could occur after the dating. So you could wait and it could be, I don't know if I'm comfortable with that yet. Maybe I want to go out, hang out with them more, see more of their personality, learn a little bit more about them. You know, decide if I, this is something I want to move forward with and then sex. And then, of course, it can come with the committed relationship. You're together. You've gotten through all the kinks. You know this person. You like them. You want to be with them. Your family likes them. Your friends like them. You feel like this is the move. This is good for you. And then you decide, hey, okay, let's let's seal the deal. Let's do this. So 
Um, that's basically the way I see it. I, <laughs> I'm only one opinion, and I'm sure that there are many different ways that um, that could go, but that's just how I see it. But back to the, back to the main thing that we're talking about, which is sex. Um, sex is not bad. It's not nasty. It's not negative. It's actually good. It's fun. It's pleasurable when it's done right. When you know yourself a little better, when you explore things, when you meet somebody or you share it with somebody who means something to you. Um, the only thing I can really tell you is just to make sure that consent that plays a part. Make sure that you're being safe, obviously, from, you know, STDs, um, viruses and different things like that, from pregnancy, from all different types of things. So you got to make sure that you have all your bases covered. And this is guys, girls, this is everything in between. And that's basically it. So for the girl who writes for those who read, this has been an episode on sex, sex, sex. I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope that you take away whatever it is that you find interests you. And I want you to love it, like it, share it, subscribe to my podcast on Apple and write a review. Let me know what you think so far. Share it with your friends. We are here on Twitter. We are on Instagram. We are on Facebook at Jamie P. Wrights and Jamie Preston. And I hope to talk to you guys soon.